1: Believe Podcast Network here. Joshua Fisher, one of the producers, joined by four of the big blue bloods in college basketball. Selection Sunday is upon us. It's happened. We have our brackets, a lot of firepower. Tom Brady's unretired hijacking Selection Sunday as Jack Ferris <laughs> representing Gonzaga said before we recorded. We got Travis Reed representing UCLA. Vinnie Hardy representing representing Kentucky, and we have Sheldon Williams representing Duke. Gentlemen, how are you all doing today?
2: Good, good. Good, good. Thank you. Is that right. a uh, is that a Bill Walton Pac-12 tie dye shirt?
1: I'm so happy you asked me. I had Jack. You've been on. You've guessed it on my podcast before, and we had Bill Walton on our show a couple, maybe a year and a half ago. So I got the shirt for when he came on. And I don't know if you guys have ever met Bill Walton, but it was the craziest hour of my entire life.
0: (laughs) No, he's crazy. He's definitely crazy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I met him many many times, talked to him many times, or tried Mm -hmm. to talk to him. (laughs) Exactly. That's
1: a great (laughs) way to put it, Travis. Um, All right. We'll start with the number one overall seed, Jack. Last year, we thought that was a team of destiny. I I've said it was the best college basketball team I've ever seen last year. And they got blown out by Baylor. What's different this year. What makes you think you guys can take the title? Um, And you know, what are your, what's your gut check reaction seeing the bracket?
2: You know, I've done a couple of pods already this week uh, leading up to today. And um, I'll tell you what I've, what I've said on those pods Uh, the last four or five years. I don't think I've ever been less confident going into a tournament Um, This is a very good Gonzaga team. This is a Gonzaga team that is certainly capable of cutting down the nets uh, in New Orleans in three weeks time. But uh, I think this Gonzaga team loses to last year's team seven out of 10 times. Um, Like, for example, however, do they match up a little bit better? with last year's Baylor team probably defensively they're much better. Mm-hmm. But um I mean if you've watched this Gonzaga team obviously there's there's star power there. The the bigs are as good as anyone in the country. Uh I just think the confidence in the guard play position um is not totally there. And I don't mean to sound like uh old radio guy, but we all know what it takes to win in March and it's experienced confident guard play. And it's not to say that Gonzaga's guards aren't capable of doing that. Completely okay. So I'm wow. cautiously optimistic, and I think the number one overall seed in this tournament is very beatable. And I see some smiles on this podcast. I see I, I see a <laughs> lot of different faces
1: on this podcast. Vinny, we'll go to you first, man. Uh, you you were shocked by Jack's assessment. It looked like. Uh, how do you feel about Gonzaga being the top overall seed? How do you feel about Kentucky?
3: I feel good about Kentucky. As long as they're healthy. Uh, I haven't. You know, last year's team as far as Gonzaga. I mean, we we saw them do what they do, and I can hadn't watched this team as close. So I was just surprised to hear Jack say what he said, but, you know, you know, finally they kind of break through until they play Baylor. And maybe you can still kind of be apprehensive when you see what they did last year compared to this year. I get that. As far as Kentucky is just kind of been being healthy. Uh, that's been their main bugaboo when they have lost games, they got to get right in the half court though. Cause when they play a, a really good defensive team, they have, you know, had a losing record. You know, he got clamped by Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee kept the tempo in their favor. Until can tell you couldn't get out and run and, and couldn't do what they want to do in transition. So that kind of slow down and grind out kind of thing can be a concern, especially when the guards play like they played against Tennessee.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Do you, great Wheeler Well, it was rough. Who would you say – would you say Oscar is the uh, the national player of the year in your opinion?
3: When you look at what he's done historically, I I think you kind of have to say so. I and mean, as far as the rebounding, as far as him consistently doing it all year long, uh, I kind of have to give him the nod for him being able to do that from start to finish, pretty mm-hmm. much all season.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no shy to defense. You have Sheldon Williams, two time defensive player of the year in the ACC. Uh, Sheldon, your team's a little young, but they got the firepower. How do you feel about Duke on the opposite side of the bracket against Gonzaga?
4: Well. Um, that necessarily doesn't really, uh, bother me. Uh, it's more so I'm looking at the, the, the bracket right now. We mm-hmm. still gotta get past a Michigan state and potential Alabama, um, team before we even get that far. And as we all know, there's no true team this year that, you know what, we know that it for sure going to be in the final four, that type thing. So it's going to be a great March because of that. Um, not necessarily because, you know, I'm not sure about my team going as deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as far as a fan, I'm like, you know what, it's going to be a great time just to sit back and have some hot wings and watch our uh, games, you know, <laughs> every weekend, you know, those type thing. So, but no, I mean, uh, having Gonzaga is my least worry. Um, as we've shown the last week, you know, losing to Carolina and then also losing to a, a hungry V Tech team. No say to those teams, but they both played really well. Both those games. We, just, we didn't play our our part. Um, mm-hmm. It just we got to take it one game at a time. And uh, as of right now, looking at the potential second round matchup being Michigan State, and then the third round being a uh, uh, potential Alabama. I just got to take it one time, one game at a time. I, I can't
2: look that far ahead. Absolutely. Oh, coach, you coach, were speak you- coach speak, baby. <laughs> Eldon were you surprised to be in the West? I feel like Coach K's never coached a game in California.
4: <laughs> no, uh, my freshman year, we wound up getting the last and one seed, and he shipped us all the way out to the West. Uh, was the last one seed or first two seed? I can't, I can't remember. But he shipped us all the way out west. Uh, we played in Salt Lake City the first two rounds, and then we went to Anaheim and uh, lost to Kansas in the Elite Eight, I believe, when they wind up uh, beating uh uh
3: Memphis. Memphis. Memphis,
4: yeah, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, that that year, that's when uh Mello won uh, in, in Syracuse.
2: Yeah, I thought you guys would go to Chicago, San Antonio. I, the last team I expected to see in San Francisco was Duke, but here we are.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would be great to go back to Chicago, where you know Coach K is from. Kind of have like a, a hopefully, well, I say redemption, but every time we have a redemption game or something like that, it don't go our way, so. Uh, but it would have been nice to actually you know, have him you know, go back home and play in front of uh, his hometown uh, uh, team and family and everything like that. It would have been kind of cool. But uh, that's not how the story went out this year. Uh, we just got to <laughs> we gotta take care of our own. And hopefully we'll play well and play better than what, we, uh, what we've been playing.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, last but not least, Travis, I know you feel confident in your team after what they did last year in March. Now UCLA is a four seed this time around. How are you feeling about your side of the
0: bracket? Well, first, I want to say, I wish it was two teams, UCLA and Long Beach State. They lost at the buzzer last night mm-hmm. against Cal State Fullerton, but that's another story. Um, UCLA as a four, I thought they could have moved up to a three because um, they I thought they played Arizona well, uh, really well uh, last night. Um, for them, I look at their first game against Akron. I think they should win. And then the next game, probably against St. Mary's. I think St. Mary's wins um the the sweet 16 but their matchup i think is the baylor matchup in the sweet 16 game if baylor gets there physical teams give ucla problems um and baylor's big and physical Mm -hmm. uh so i think that will be their hard game i think they match up really good against kentucky i would love i would pray that Johnny Juzan could play against Kentucky uh, this year in the tournament. Oh my God, that would be like a dream game for me, because mm-hmm. I I think that that'd be like one of his historic games that he might go 0 for 17 or go like 14 for 20 and go like 40 points. You know what I'm saying? Because he left Kentucky to go to UCLA. So, yeah. oh, by the way. You see, I was telling Benny, I was like, watch, they're going to put the Blue Bloods in all one bracket. What do they do? North Carolina, UCLA, Kentucky, all in the same bracket. It's crazy. You know? And I was just like, okay. I just felt like they always be trying to make them knock each other out. you know. And Murray
3: State. And the potential, exactly, Jack, for Murray. Because <laughs> Murray's been wanting – a home and home with Kentucky for years, and Kentucky's not gonna go out there to play Murray Vick. <laughs> and so the Dude. NCAA is like, we we'll we'll take care of this as Dude. best we can. Let's get that little second round Murray as a seven. Dude, <laughs> Murray as a seven and a thirty and two. They're thirty and two.
0: How's he a seven?
1: It's crazy. It's it is really nuts. Uh okay, of the four teams, Jack, we'll start with you, Gonzaga. UCLA, Kentucky, and Duke, the four guys in the pod.
2: Which team loses first? Oh God. Great question. Um, way to put me, way to set me up to meet and make new friends here. I Um, you (laughs) You know, you know how I do Jack. I honestly, this is, this is not a a slide at Vinny, but I have to make a decision here, Vinny. I'm sorry. I, and we just talked about Murray state. I really like San Francisco. Um, I've seen them up up close a, a couple of times. They have really good guards. They get up in your sets defensively. They frustrate teams. And they get up and go too. They're not, you know. Traditionally, when you have um, athletic guards, they're they grind you out defensively. These guards get up and go. Um, That is, it's going to be tough for Kentucky to get out of that second round, be it Murray State or San Francisco. And I think it's going to be San Francisco. Um, I think Kentucky wins that game. But if you if I had to pick gun to head, who loses first of the four, I'd have to say Kentucky. I'm sorry, Vinny.
0: Wow! All right, Vin. all right, Vinny. Here, here, here we'll go to you,
1: man. Who
3: loses the first of
1: the four, you guys?
3: I mean, it's, it's, I'm not trying to do turnabouts fair play, but after after Jack kind of <laughs> detracted from his squad and, and and kind of put chinks in the armor, um, uh, you know, Boise, Memphis State, the eight, nine, and and Kenny's kind of brought him back from the dead. You know, I, nobody. I didn't think he'd have him here based on the way he started, and he. Cussing everybody out and it's falling apart, you know, the first part of the year. Oh, maybe you know, Gonzaga, I got you know, not just because Jack said it, you know, but it just plays out with you asking us both when you ask us. So I'm gonna say the, I'm gonna say the Zags.
2: I'm terrified of Memphis. I really am. And Boise State, uh head coach is Leon Rice. Leon Rice uh coached under Mark Few for a decade in Spokane. Uh, so he knows the program really well. Uh that's that's a rough draw for us for sure. Yeah. And I don't feel great about it. NCAA I don't know. If it's doesn't something.
3: miss a storyline, Jack. They do not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think you guys play Boise State. You blow them out for some reason. I think Memphis is a much harder draw because they're physical. They're a physical team, and Gonzaga usually has problems with physical teams in the tournament. You know, so hence happened with Baylor last year. Physical, athletic teams give Gonzaga problems.
2: That's My code. Record. That's code for Travis saying Gonzaga Soft for those of No,
0: <laughs> no they're reading through the lines there. They're, they're extremely talented. But the <laughs> yeah, teams, yeah, 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 Great X's teams, and O's. Yeah. yeah. Physical <laughs> teams give them problems. I think they should, you know, they should win. They should beat Memphis. But Memphis is talented. They got a lottery pick in the big man. And they've been playing better since the other lottery pick left. So uh, you know, that's a tough eight-nine matchup.
1: Absolutely. So who are you going with, Travis? Who gets eliminated first of you four?
0: Uh, I would honestly say, uh, you know, I was thinking about Gonzaga, but, like, honestly, I would like I have to go with what he said with the uh, Murray State in Kentucky. Wow. You, Vinny, Vinny's my boy, but the only reason I said it is because what I watched when they played Tennessee, and they couldn't handle Tennessee off the bounce. Tennessee was killing them off the bounce. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee's like... Their guards are not even as good as Murray State's guards. I think mm-hmm. Oscar Sheway could be the difference as far as, like, they are – you know, Murray State has nobody that can guard Oscar Sheway. But the problem is, like I said, the Grady and Mintz off the bounce, you can take advantage of them. Yeah. You know, uh, all I mean, like, Tennessee was, like I said, just clear out, off the dribble, about about layup, layup, layup. And if you stop Kentucky from getting on that fast break and make it play half-court offense and McGrady and 8 hitting – they're a different team. If he doesn't hit from the outside, they're a different team. Mm-hmm. Sheldon, how about you, man?
4: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I can't go with my gut this year because like it's been so chaotic, uh, the way things have been falling out and everything. Uh, I liked Memphis at first when they made a little surge late, but then I didn't like the way they actually got blown out by uh, Houston, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, the tournament game. I didn't like that fact. Um, honestly, it – I, I kind of like the fact that Indiana is now playing well. They could be a sleeper team. Um, but, again, you can't put all stock in one team because they might fool you, and then all of a sudden they won't play nowhere near the the team that they played, uh, you know, when they beat, uh, was it Illinois? Who were they beating in the, uh, the championship. Yeah, they
0: beat they – beat, no, they lost to Iowa. Yeah. So, but they, they, had beat lost. they beat Illinois earlier.
3: Illinois, though. Yeah. It'd be yeah, Illinois, yeah. but they lost. Yeah, the it'd be yeah, yeah. Like, like
0: you see a
4: team, like, okay, like, you see potential, and they could actually be playing well. And all of a sudden, I don't know, but I think that could be a sleeper team just because I know they have uh, one of their main stars out, but they look like they actually you know turn the page
2: mm-hmm. uh, that
4: type thing. Uh, I don't know too much about uh, San Fran. Uh, y'all talking about with San Fran? I know Murray State has been playing well with thirty and two. Uh, but it's, it's a toss-up between UCLA and uh, Kentucky, for me, uh, being the first team uh, to lose. Mm-hmm.
0: UCLA nice. ain't losing. <laughs> 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 we ain't losing. We ain't losing, Sheldon. It's, <laughs> fun. you it's funny. You're telling Sheldon you
3: read your shirt right now, ain't you, Trey? He's like, that read my family. shirt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Chill.
0: That's yeah,
1: what I about to say. Uh, Jack alluded to it at the top. Jack, you're talking about one of the key things is great veteran guard play. Sheldon, we'll start with you, man. What's the most important thing you think a team needs to win March Madness?
4: Outside of good players? Uh, Yeah,
1: outside of good players.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Honestly, uh, consistency. Um, We're not – unless you're a mid-major type team, we're not in a time where there's a lot of uh, veteran teams. And that's the one thing that kind of scares a lot of the bigger schools because they have a lot of what and done. I Mm -hmm. mean, a team like a Murray State is 32. You may not put a lot of stock into that, but they're a more of a veteran team than these win done type guys. So that's one thing that kind of um, scares me with a lot of these uh, teams. I feel like having that that type of uh, team that been what three three to four years on the team. They've been playing bad. They know how to play through uh, rough situations, go through adversities. Um, just having that, it's a big factor right there. Just playing uh, with you know veteran leadership. I think that's a key uh, for March Madness this year. Also consistency you know you got people who actually can uh, play well not solely dependent on a jump shot um, and be able to mix it up and get into the paint when they need to get the paint and get a basket I think those are key uh, whether it be um, versatile fours or you know really athletic uh, guards I think uh, those are the keys uh, um, especially for this year
1: nice mm-hmm. love that mm-hmm. Travis what about you man
0: uh, no, guard play is always the difference in the tournament. Uh, veteran guard teams, if you notice, a lot of them have, you know, either excellent guards like Gonzaga had last year. They had a, a excellent uh, freshman and veteran guards to go along with the teams. Uh, because I would say I played at a high-level school at UCLA and a mid-major at Long Beach State. Uh, the guard play is kind of slimmer. It's the big man that, like, separates, you know, um, from mid-majors to majors. I think this year there's no dominant team. Like there are good teams, there, you know. There's a bunch of good teams that could win it. But uh, guard play for me got to be like no turnovers, no bad shots. You know, running the offense, getting through stuff. Uh, got to be and hitting outside shots. You got to be able to score, especially nowadays. Um, that's why I feel like uh, another sleeper could be Iowa because they can score. You know, mm-hmm. they you know they can score with anybody. You know, and they can shoot it and be shooting it out outstanding these last couple games so uh we gotta be you gotta be guard play it gotta be guard play absolutely the, the refs call it tight in the, in the in the tournament sometimes so big man like oscar Shiwa, he, he fought out yesterday yes you know, like four minutes left
2: mm-hmm. so
0: like they, they caught a little bit tighter man so depending on the refs mm-hmm. so you gotta be you gotta the guards gotta determine you know it's a,
1: great, it's a great point. He fouled out with a full Lord of the Rings movie to go, man. There's a lot of time left <laughs> in that clock. Uh, Vinny, how about you, man?
3: It's hard to go against the guard play for the simple fact, like y'all talk about, you know, execution, late-game situations, it's close, it's tight. Mm-hmm. You need to, you know, have somebody that can get everybody where they need to be, have that common presence. Uh, you need a bucket, you, you know who's hot, all that stuff. Um it leans, it tilts towards the guard. It's been that way for years. I mean, you look at look at little El Amin from Connecticut back in the day, you know, just a guard that needs to just handle business, calm everybody down. If he needs to make a bucket, fine. He needs to drop a dime. Whatever he needs to do is send his hands to do what needs to be done at that time. So it's it's hard to go against, you know, a good backcourt. You know, the dudes at UConn, you know, Boatwright and Napier and, and, you know, Kimball Walker, we've seen it time and time again. It just tilts. And we got bigs on this podcast, but it, it the barometer shifts towards the guard play. No disrespect, gentlemen, Travis.
2: <laughs>
1: Jack, you, you started us off with the guard play. Is there anything else that hasn't been mentioned that you think is a major key?
2: I think, I mean, all the guys hit it right on the head, I think. Um, you need a killer you need one guy on the team who is not afraid of anything, who wants mm. to take the fight to the other team. Um, and I'll, I'll take it one step further uh, beyond guard play. And that's just shot making um, in the tournament. Every team is going to face adversity. It's going to feel like all the momentum in the world is against them. Nothing gets you back on track. than a big shot, uh, nothing frustrates an opposing defense. than like, 20 seconds into or three seconds to go on the shot clock and you make a big shot you know what i mean how deflating is that for a defense yeah. and then that translates to the other end um yeah you need an absolute assassin in the mm. one or two spot in mm. march maybe even a small forward but for sure yeah you need a guard who isn't afraid of anything mm-hmm. uh-huh. love that uh-huh.
1: so we'll stick with you jack what is one early upset I love the San Francisco pick. I think that's something that's not on anybody's radar, but what's one, maybe round one or round two upset that you have in your bracket from a gut check reaction. And what's one team, not a one or a two, but maybe a three or four or five that we could see, or even a six go to the final four. Cause we saw, look, we saw Oregon state do serious damage out of nowhere last year. Obviously UCLA was in the plane and they went there. They went deep. Mm-hmm. So gut check reaction, a team that can get bounced early in a major upset and a team that's not a one or a two seed that can go very deep.
2: So flashback a year ago, uh, this day, a year ago, Illinois won the big 10 title, the big 10 conference. Yeah. And everyone was super high on Illinois. Um, and they lost in the Me second included. round. Yeah. I was so high on Illinois. I thought Illinois was awesome. Yeah. couldn't, I, couldn't, couldn't get out of the first or uh, second round. Couldn't yeah. get out of the first weekend. Um, so I'm going to apply that logic to say, that Iowa will lose to Richmond. Um, that, As a person who was in the building for Jalen Suggs' shot against UCLA, sorry, Travis, um,
0: <laughs> that emotional
2: high is so real. And these are 18 to 22-year-old kids. Like, they need time to come down. Uh, they won the Big Ten. They cut down nets. They're probably partying this afternoon into this evening, and rightfully so. Um, and that's a Richmond team who's going to be ready for them. Uh, so, yeah, just applying the logic I learned from last year and fading the Big Ten tournament champions, I'm going to I'm gonna pick Richmond over Iowa. It's a wild one. Yeah. I, I, you're, five giving, you're giving us a lot of heat in this podcast, man.
1: What's one team that is not a one or a two seed that you think could win it all?
4: Uh, as far as winning it all, I'm not sure about winning it all. I do like the fact that um, you got teams like uh, – like I said, I'm still – I'm still kind of high on Memphis just cause I like how they were playing late in the year. Although I didn't like how they got blown out by Houston in the championship game. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I did like them as being my sleeper team. Um, I know they got to pick against Arkansas to get through that. My bad, uh, <laughs> my bad on that, uh, Jack, but, um, uh, <laughs> I, I do like that fact. I do like the fact that Iowa, um, is on there as well. Um, uh, their team, that. Uh, Uh, I forgot who said it before, but they can score in pretty much all positions. Um, Whether you have uh, somebody that can't, you know, the shooter's not shooting, whatever. Um, You have the point guard to come in and do this thing. And then you got, you know, the uh, versatile uh, big on their team as well. Uh, I think uh, those two teams are my sleeper teams. Uh, Not sure if I would count them in to win it all. But I do think those two teams will be able to, you know, do some damage and go far in the tournament.
1: Nice. Nice, 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 Travis. What's team? What's one team, um, top tier team that you think could be upset early on? Uh,
0: I guess if it's not really upset, I mean, I guess now the Iowa State LSU because of the coach got fired uh, today.
1: That's a cop out. What else you got for (laughs) us? What else you got for us? (laughs) All
0: right, Um, I was actually looking at it as we speak. Um, I think Houston. I mean Houston. People kind of sleeping on them because they don't really watch Houston a lot. Houston's been playing a lot better lately. They got they're twenty nine and five. I think they match up. Like they they can beat Illinois in that second game. Um, I think I think Houston can do some damage. And for some reason, I like Iowa because they can shoot at all five positions. They, they their center can shoot guards. I mean, they was I watched the Big Ten tournament and like I said, dude, like they were just racking them up with them threes, man. And if they get going, they could beat anybody in the country. I'm not, and I mean, anybody, Mm -hmm. they can rack them up. I just, with them is like the defensive side, I think with Iowa, but they like, as far as threes goes uh, and Virginia tech, because they're hot, they just came up, they smacked Duke, um, uh, no, 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 finisher. I didn't mean, I, I didn't mean like that. They smack. They beat us. They say smack. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I mean, they
1: they're about to smack
0: Texas, so you can you can start using <laughs> that lingo
1: at the end of the week, man. I have those, zero those,
0: faith. <laughs> those two guards they got could shoot it. They move the ball. They're, they they finish around the basket well, and they, you know, I I think uh, they're on a roll. They have a kind. Of, it's all about going into the tournament on a good note. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's you never really see teams lose like the last four or five games and get to the final four. It's always mm-hmm. teams that at least won a couple. Yeah. So yeah, I think Virginia tech, Iowa, and then I think Houston will be the, my three that can get all can get to the sweet 16. If they, you know, if things, you know, uh, kind of bounce, right.
1: Yeah. Zinni, what's one major upset you're looking at in your bracket early on?
3: I'm staying that same region as Travis. I don't, I don't think Illinois, it's gonna be around to face you. I think Chattanooga could could knock them off and 413. A, a okay. little replay of of what they went through last year. I know they don't want to hear it up there in Champaign, but you know, Chattanooga, the, the mocks, the fighting, Terrell Owens could get in there and, and <laughs> knock
0: them off. dude, dude, dude. Every year, five versus 6-11. always one of them goes down. So somebody gonna go down. Probably four thirteen. The last couple of years, it was two fifteen. So. You know what I'm saying? It can happen. It
2: can happen. What what 12 seeds do you see winning, though? Because it sounds like you like Iowa. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I like like Iowa as a 12. Um, Who else? Like, I like Iowa. Uh, I think Davidson could beat Michigan State. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like, as a 12 versus 5. I mean, no, that's 10. Davidson's 10. I'm sorry. Uh, I think your best bet's
1: probably if IU beats Wyoming. And they, I don't and they, know. I think
0: I think Wyoming can beat uh, St.
2: Mary's. I watch Wyoming; it's not bad.
1: What do they you say? Jack? You've seen St. Mary's up close and personal. How do you feel about that, man?
2: Yeah, so I, I mean, St. Mary's. Um, I would rather be constipated for two weeks than play St. Mary's. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is it is such a frustrating brand of basketball they play, and they do it so well. Um, they slow the game down. Uh, So that, I mean, that's stuff to prepare for. If you have, so Wyoming or Indiana, they're going to have two days to turn around and face St. Mary's. You know what I mean? If you have five, six days, that's cool. But St. Mary's is a good tournament team in that they're impossible to prepare for adequately in, in 36 hours.
3: Yep. You got that prune yeah. juice sponsorship read. I need you it, need man. Vinny, let me know.
2: Hey,
1: man. I don't no, mean no. to take the podcast in this direction, but I, I did I did two months in Italy, pizza and pasta. Careful what you wish for with that two <laughs> weeks of constipation, my guy. <laughs> that is a tough road uh to go down. Um all right, guys. We'll close it out here, real quick. Give me everyone's final four, and then we'll go around. Uh, and we'll give everyone's favorite March Madness memory uh, from the gents who played. It could of course be from you guys playing, but it could also be from you guys watching uh, final four. Uh, Jack, we'll start with you.
2: Um, okay. I'll go. I'll stay true to my Zags out of the West. Sorry, Sheldon. Um, then I was in Las Vegas last night to watch Arizona UCLA, um, Arizona. If they get Kerr back, Uh, they, I think are the best team in the nation. So I'll pick Arizona to make it out of, what are they? The East, Mm -hmm. uh, the South. Okay. And then I, you know what? I kind of like, we talked about, you need momentum going into the tournament and Auburn does not have momentum right now, but I think they turn that into a good thing. I think Auburn, yeah, is pissed off right now. They're, they've had to watch TV for three, four days. Uh, everyone talking about how they're, you know, they've had a big letdown in the sec. I think Bruce Pearl can turn that around into something positive. And then, um, God, how about Purdue? Cause I, I can't, I don't feel right picking UCLA or Kentucky with my guys. <laughs> on the pot so I'll just go Purdue. Purdue? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why
1: not? Who doesn't love a good potster? All right. Talk to me, Benny. What's your final four,
3: man? I'm, it's wide open. We've been saying that. And so we sit here and try to read into it and who's doing what and who's been consistent and all that. But at the same time, it's wide open. So this right now, this is, and this could change tomorrow or Wednesday, but this is, this is crazy. I, I'm Kentucky and, and Arkansas who is, is not the same team at home, but I'm I'm just picking them to get hot and make a run. Um, and like you said, sorry about that, Jack. And then on the other side, Oh. Uh, it's, this is just wild because this it is truly wild. I'm Providence getting to the Final Four for the first time since Rick Patino and Billy Donovan and whatever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. and Villanova. I'm wait, 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 wait. wait you, right did now, you say man. Providence? Pure craziness right now, man. Oh, you
0: going just straight like we're pure, gonna go off the ball. Okay, pure okay,
3: chaos right now, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll get I'll get the same haircut as you if Providence makes the final four. <laughs> Oh, here we go! Here we go, here we go. I'll get I'll get rid of the nice blood the the Southern cow blonde hair. Uh, I love the Villanova pick. I put my money on BetOnline.ag for Villanova to win it all. Go to BetOnline.ag today. Use our code Believe. Get a welcome bonus. Who doesn't want that? Sheldon, who's your final four man?
4: Um, just like what Vinny was saying, uh, it, it's going to change. But uh, kind of piggybacking on, on him doing more the, 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 I guess, the upsets and everything. I'm going to go with some unfamiliar picks myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so out of the, the South region, I guess I'm looking at Houston. Whoa. Uh, out of the Midwest, looking at Iowa. Uh, out of the East, looking at... So- I'm I'm gonna go uh
2: Indiana. Did he say Memphis?
0: No, he said Iowa.
2: Okay, okay. I thought you said Memphis out of the West. Who'd you pick? Who'd you pick it up? We haven't gotten there.
4: Uh, uh, Midwest. Midwest. uh and okay. then out of the West. so uh, even though I'm not confident going on right now, but they play better on the road than they do anything else. Uh, I'm going with my, my team Duke.
1: Okay, so we have Duke. If I, if we I, did I, go, sh-
4: if I didn't go with my team Duke, uh I, I do like the fact that Bama might be a underdog team too.
1: Wow, I, we had an we had an Indiana in there. I had a Providence. There's a look. I think it's safe to say that anything can really happen. This is the most wide open it's Thank been. You. Yeah, I think it's I think it's great for the sport. It's going to be great for this time of year. But not uh,
0: Providence. Not Providence. You no. say that.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll, we'll all raise our eyebrows and stuff and like and then be like well it could really happen at the same time because it's just what kind of year it is i mean maybe you know it's, it's it's crazy even though we're trying to break it down and analyze and like oh there's no way because of this this and this they got so many weaknesses but at the same time any pretty much anything is bad on the
2: table yeah yeah absolutely i'd like to file a grievance real quick and i think i've been fair i've been critical of gonzaga on this podcast but i will say how does this happen? Gonzaga's lost three games this year, two of which, to, two teams that they lost to are in our bracket. Yeah. In yeah. Alabama yeah. and Duke. That, how is that fair? In what world is that fair?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree with that. Everyone,
1: everyone could hold this up for you, Jack. They're small violins, and we could get a little orchestra going for you as the top overall seed. Look, I, look Jack, when we met at the top of the year before Texas uh, played Gonzaga. Uh, I told you that Timmy and the Bigs were going to dominate us. I had no faith, and I still think Holmgren and Timmy can really carry you guys. I, I, I think you guys could take care of business against Bama. I think Duke's still a tough test, though. Of course,
2: I think I think um, Gonzaga and Duke are very similar teams. Uh, really good Bigs, um, and then guards who are good. But I, Sheldon, maybe you agree, or disagree? Uh, I, I I need to see more out of my guards. And sometimes the Duke guards let me down a little bit. You know what I mean? So the strength of Gonzaga and Duke, certainly in the front court, um, you know, we've got NBA guys in the front court. It's just the, it's Gonzaga's fate will be decided uh, in the back court, certainly. Mm-hmm. Love yeah,
4: that. I, I agree with that too. I mean, uh, the Trevor kills y'all saw early in the, in the year. hasn't We, been really saw, the him.
3: Same, we same saw him. We saw him.
4: Yeah, early in the year. I'm saying the same Trevor kills you saw early in the year. Hasn't been that same one, you know, throughout the rest of the season, too. So, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, if uh, we can get, uh, you know, at least two guards playing, you know, consistently, we have a good chance. Uh, it's just that we don't know if Trevor's going to play well, Roach's going to play well. We know that uh, Wendell Moore is going to be all, uh, you know, stat filler. He's not going to be a guy that's going to be trying to, you know, we're going to go out and get 30 points. He's going to try to get, you know, all the stats and everything. He's going to, you know, flirt further, further around with a triple-double. But as far as ever, if we can get two guys on the actual premier, uh, perimeter that she can uh, be consistent, then mm. we're a good team,
3: mm-hmm.
4: a really good team. Like, we already a good team, but a really good team.
1: Yeah, I think Griffin is like the X factor for you guys. If he can get hot from deep, because he's a great shooter, uh, th- that's going to really make the world a difference. All right, last question, everybody. We'll start with you, Sheldon. What's your favorite March Madness moment ever? Could be you playing, watching anything?
4: Um. Uh, well, my, my favorite story, well, I'm going to be biased because I played. Um, my favorite story, I guess, it would have to be uh, my sophomore year. The team that I thought should have won the whole thing, uh, they weren't having the championship game, in my opinion, in the Final Four versus the actual championship game. But that year, we had lost to uh, Purdue in the championship game of uh, Alaskan shootout. Mm-hmm. And we came together as a team and uh, pretty much made a contract on the board. And we all signed it, and Coach K wouldn't sign it until he saw the work we put into it. And then we wind up going 20-something games straight without losing a game. Wow. And that team right there was a special team just because we all love playing with each other. We all love hanging out with each other. You know, most teams you don't have, like, you know, people actually hanging out all the time. You might be forced to do, like, team activities, but we love hanging out, and that was a, a great run for us because we all was over here just, you know, playing well. Unfortunately, we lost to um, – UConn in uh, the final four that year. But I thought that was my my best story. But as far as watching, I love Cinderella stories. As long as it's not against my team, you know, like you uh, said earlier, Vinny, uh, with the Lehigh and the uh, Mercer, um, as long as it's not against my team, I love the Cinderella stories too.
2: (laughs) When when it comes to Duke alumni, Sheldon, are there clicks between guys who have won a national championship and not won a national championship? You know what I mean? I'm, that sounds like an asshole question, but I'm actually kind of curious.
4: No, I know. It's kind of <laughs> funny, um, because we were at, there for the Coach K weekend and like the one team um uh, was talking noise to the uh the 99 team um who had like you know Trajan and Elden and all, all those guys and everything. And the 99 talking about all we're better than the 01 team. And then me, I'm like, I can't say anything because I had no dog in the fight because I didn't win. Mm-hmm. I'm like uh O one actually won. So how y'all even having the conversation? So it's funny how you said that because it actually does go on. I just that was my first time experiencing it. Um, but they have a whole text thread with each other, all one uh, team and everything. I'm like, dang, can we get like a o four thread? Like you know. <laughs> that's so
2: interesting. It that's just great. goes to show life is high school. Yeah,
4: <laughs> life is high school, man. <laughs> it's great. hilarious.
1: That 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 four team was was it Reddick, Dang, you, Duhan.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dan, Ewan, uh, we had, Dan uh, Ewing. Dan Ewing, Randolph uh, the team. Yeah, yep. and then
1: y'all went against uh, Okafor and Ben Gordon. Who shout out to Ben Gordon is one of the most underrated players I've ever seen live in my entire life. Yeah,
4: there's seven. I think it's Okafor, Ben Gordon, uh, Charlie Benueva, um, Hilton Armstrong, um, Josh Boone, Josh Boone, uh, um, some other players. Uh, I can't remember right now, but yeah, they, it, was, it was. I mean, Marcus Williams. Uh, they had a really good team.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they they were really good. Uh talk to me, Travis. What about you, man? What's your favorite memory?
0: Uh I would probably say uh, when we went uh, my freshman year, we played in Atlanta, Georgia. We beat tractor trailer in Michigan to go to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, he had just, dad just won the Big Ten championship. He predicted it was going to go to the Final Four, and then we were like coming in, like we came in third in the pack. Pack 10 at the time, will not even Pack 12 yet. Uh, show you how old I am. Um, we had you look just good, beat- man. You look good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, oh, funny side story about that. You know uh, how old I am? I used to play with Curry uh's dad, uh, Valmo Cleese in Estonia. I used oh, yeah. to hold him as a baby. I used, to, I used to pick him up, put him on my shoulders. And now he's a starting point guard for Arizona. I was like, man, I'm old. Okay. <laughs> Now, <laughs> back to, uh, like I said, we beat track the Trailer and them. We ended up losing to the national championship team in Sweet 16 in Kentucky. In that region, Kentucky was in it, uh, where they had Nazi Muhammad, Jamal McGlure, uh, you know, like Wayne Turner, Scott Patch, a bunch.
3: Of, and Shepard and all those guys,
0: yeah. Yeah, Shepard. It was all of Rick Pitino's talent, but T- Tubby Smith was coaching it. And then uh, Duke was in that. They played Duke the next game in the Elite Eight. I remember that. And like I want to say that '98 Duke team was special too, with Elton Brand, Shane Battier, uh,
3: Joe, and uh, yeah,
0: yeah, like Trajan Landon. All those guys was on that team. On that, like the '99 team was good, but that '98 team was real special too. They had a lot of talent. McLeod, Um, yeah, McLeod was on that team. Chris Burgess, even though he didn't play, shout out to the boy from Cali. They had, like, 10 McDonald's All-Americans out of, like, 13 players.
1: <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Talk,
0: yeah. talk
3: to me, Vinny. What's your favorite March Madness moment? Well, it's, I'm I'm old like Travis, so I got a lot of them. watched a lot. Um, that 98 team, you know, getting down 17 to that Duke team and battling back, you know, uh, Duke didn't have timeouts. Tubby refused to call a timeout. <laughs> he just kind of ISO'd wayne turner on road uh, wojo and, and turner just took him off the bounce you know over and over and over again and some clutch threes and all that um you, aaron harrison hitting all those threes you know to beat michigan to beat crazy. louisville beat wisconsin that kind of stands out playing louisville in the final four your arch rival in 2012 on the way to a national championship uh, non-kentucky the first championship game i remember watching yeah, with my dad 87, when you know hated Indiana, but they won it. Keith Smart hit that jumper. If Syracuse wins, that's another one for Bayheim. So the perception of Jim Bayheim is totally different. If Keith Smart misses that jumper, he has at least two now instead of the one. So just that's just some of the stuff that stands out. Oh, and another non-Kentucky, and this this is no shade against anybody because there's no Virginia host in here. But when the 16 beat the number one Virginia, we saw that history made. Number one seed has never lost to a 16. We never saw it, never saw it. Saw some twos beat some 15s through the years. Finally saw a 16 take down to number one. I know De'Hondre Hunter was out, but there's no excuse. We saw UMBC drag Virginia to be the first number one seed to get knocked out of the tournament. That one stands out.
1: Smack them. Absolutely smack them. All right, Jack, close out with this question. I mean, it's, it's
2: Jalen Suggs, and it's not close. Um, oh my God! Sorry. I mean, what, what do you want me to say? I'm not going to lie, Travis. Um, it was what—it's unbelievable uh, moment. I, that was actually—I'm um, younger than all you guys. I like to—I'd like to point that out. So I—I I don't have as much uh, game experience, um, but that game was obviously awesome, instant classic. I think I'd, everyone agree, would agree there. But uh, the best neutral site game I've ever been to. Sheldon was actually this year in Vegas, Duke Gonzaga. There was something about T-Mobile. It was like 50-50. It was so much fun. And I know that's not a tournament game, but um, I had an absolute blast uh, at Duke Gonzaga. And I, uh, I hope to go again at uh, Chase Center in a couple of weeks. Will you fly out to San Francisco, Sheldon, for the Elite Eight game to see Coach K's last game? Oh it's gonna be a special moment.
1: Not even a smile on his face when he said that stone Tony <laughs> killer
4: comment. Please, please. Wow. He's been planning that
2: one all week, man. Yeah. <laughs> I had I had to sneak it in. I've been polite, I feel like.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, all right, guys. Awesome stuff. 30 seconds left. Jack, who cuts down the nets? Who wins it all? Go.
2: I mean, I this is going on my feed, right? I have to say Gonzaga. Boom.
1: Sheldon.
4: Like, like Jack said, go going my feet.
1: <laughs> all right. We're going down the line. Travis, I know where you're going, man. Come on, UCLA,
0: Final Four, back-to-back. And Let's go, baby.
1: Are we going home? Are we going hard? Are we going head? Where are we going? Who, who wins it all?
3: Kentucky like gets banner number nine, baby.
1: Yeah, okay. Love it, guys. Love it, guys. We got Jack Ferris, believe in Gonzaga, or the Jack and Sack show and with Robert Sacker. Go check him out. We got Travis Reed, believe in UCLA, Vinnie Hardy, believe in Kentucky, and two time. Defensive player of the year in the ACC one. Duke's legends, Sheldon Williams, represent, believe in Duke. Everyone, good luck. This is the Believe Podcast Network. We'll see you next time.
0: All right. All right.